Welcome to the Kaizen Creativity Podcast, where we apply the philosophy of continual improvement to our creativity. Each episode takes a scientific principle from creativity and innovation research, and we translate it into practical advice for your creativity. For more, you can visit us at jaredvoli.com. Creative people are risk takers. We invest a lot of time and energy into pursuing our ideas, ideas that are not guaranteed to work. Creativity researchers have identified risk-taking as one of the most important aspects of the creative personality. Simply put, if you are not willing to take a risk, then it's going to be very, very difficult for you to come up with highly original ideas And if you do have that highly original idea, it's going to be very difficult for you to actually put that idea in front of the public. Both creating highly original ideas and marketing those ideas requires risk-taking. And that's why it's so important to the creative personality. So if you shy away from taking risks, then it's going to be much harder for you to be a creative person. Being able to take risks is that important. Now, dealing with risk isn't an easy thing for creative people. There's no single rule here that can tell you which risk that you should take or even how long you should take that risk for. Every creative idea, by its very definition, is something that is new and it hasn't existed before. So there are no rules that are laid out for what you should do with a risk. You're playing a game that nobody has played before. And that means it's up to you to figure out what the rules are. When you have already created some kind of an idea, then measuring your risk is much easier to do. An entrepreneur who has already developed an idea can be relatively accurate with his guesses about how much time or how much money it might cost to implement the idea. Now, this is the most obvious risk that we take as creative people, which is also why it tends to get the most attention but it is not the most important. The biggest risk that a creative person takes is nothing that we can easily quantify. The biggest risks come throughout the process of creating the idea itself. When you are creating an idea, you're constantly taking risks, and those risks are both big and small. Problem solving is usually a really small risk that we take. You have a set goal, and you can make pretty good judgments about how much time it will take you to solve the problem. So you still risk time and energy, but since it is a very short-term goal, and the problem is generally pretty well defined, there's really not a whole lot that you can lose. Now that changes the bigger the project gets. Large projects have a lot of moving pieces. The person that is writing a novel, they have the immediate concrete problem of writing the chapter. But they also have the abstract long-term problem of writing the entire book. So each chapter of the book contains a new set of problems that the author has to deal with. So by writing the book, the novelist is essentially making a bet. He's risking the time that he spent on chapter one because he believes that he is able to solve any problems that come up in chapter two. This is why ego strength and resilience are so important to creativity. 
you're not going to write chapter one if you don't trust yourself to eventually figure out any problems that might present themselves in chapter two. You have to trust yourself to finish. Risking your time and energy is one thing, but perhaps even more important is the risk that the creative person takes with respect to their ego. Failure hurts. And as creative people, we have it within ourselves to create ideas that can powerfully shape culture. Knowing what is possible is a very inspiring thing, but it also makes us acutely aware whenever we fail to meet our goals. So we simultaneously have to hold up this inspiring vision that we had and see the lukewarm response that we might have gotten. That is not easy. For many people, the biggest risk to your ego is when you're trying to market your idea to other people. It's when the idea moves from the basement to the store. This ego risk is a huge factor, and it determines how hard you're going to try when you need to persuade other people of your creative idea. Now, oftentimes, the rules of the game are unfairly set up against us so that we can't win. On one hand, we don't want to invest too much of our ego when there's this chance that we might get turned down or we might fail. But on the other hand, we generally don't want to be seen as a person that is full of themselves or overconfident. This is incredibly unfair because we're not allowed to sit out the game, but we're also not allowed to play hard. When you think about it like this, it's no wonder that so many creative people struggle when it comes time to persuade other people of their ideas. So how do we fix this broken system? By realizing that the rules are merely in our own heads. There have been a lot of studies that show us that marketing and persuasion are both incredibly important parts of the creative process. We cannot drop the ball at the very end. If you aren't willing to market your ideas to other people, then you better find somebody who will. The world simply won't notice the genius of an idea by themselves. Again, this idea is backed up by research. You need a champion. You need someone to fight for your ideas. First for your idea to survive, and then for it to thrive. Perhaps this is another person or even a marketing company, but for most creative people, we're going to have to do this by ourselves. Perhaps that champion is you, or perhaps that person is a version of you that you could become. We all have the abilities to be our own idea champions, even if you are shy or a timid person. Whoever you are, and whatever personality you have, it's your job to figure out how to use it. There is a path between where you are and where you want to be, right? That path exists somewhere. The question is whether you are willing to do the hard work to find the path and then to actually walk it. Where this podcast is at at the moment, there's about 40 or so people who are subscribed to this podcast. We are also getting to the point where we are going to finish up 
our free hosting account. So, so far we have not actually paid any money for the, the hosting of this podcast. However, as of April 3rd, that's going to change. We have two different options that we can decide on as a group. Option A is the conventional way, which means we would pay for the hosting, which would be $30 per month. And option B is to stay on the free account, which means that any episode that is older than 90 days old would be automatically deleted. Now, I'll be honest, I don't really know where I stand on this decision quite yet. A part of me thinks it's important that we archive all the old episodes, but I am just as passionate about letting go of things that are in the past. So no part of me feels like I have to spend that $30 per month just to keep the old episodes around. So again, I'm not exactly sure where I stand on this. You can hit me up at facebook.com slash kaizencreativity, and you can either message me there or you can leave a post on the Facebook group and let me know where you stand and why. What you can do if you want to support the show is go to jaredvoley.com and you will find our very first creativity course on creative flow and achievement. In the course, we break down what creative achievement really means. We break it down into more actionable goals. And then we take creative flow and we do the same thing. What do you do when you are at your best as a creative person? And so we're going to break all of that down and we're going to create actionable goals for you. So if you want to access that course, you can do it. You can either buy it outright for $10 or you can get a $5 per month membership and you will get everything I create when I create it. I think it's really important that I just allow creative people to access the content, but then I expose them to ideas that they wouldn't have otherwise purchased, right? So like for me as a creative person, when I first got into studying creativity, it was very specific. I only wanted to become a better stand-up comedian. That was it. But as I got more exposed to the different ideas that creativity research really offered me, I realized that there was so much more that I could really be doing. And that is really something that has changed my life. So you pay one monthly price and then you can access anything that I've created. That is a great way of making sure that creative people, they say like, okay, I, I want to buy a program because I want to be a better problem solver. But if that is the only thing they want, they'll, they will never purchase the program that teaches them how to be happier as a creative person, right? Like for me, I wouldn't do that myself. I would say like, here's, let me purchase the thing that will make me more creative, make me more successful. But for the happiness thing, I'm going to just figure that out myself. If we combine everything together and just create a membership, then the people who are inspired to to learn more about problem solving specifically, they will get what they want, but then they will say, you know what, I'm, I'm really curious. How can I be happier as a creative person? And for me, I, I don't think I would purchase the, the happiness product just outright. 
but I definitely would do it as a part of a membership. And so that is why I feel like I really need to take jaredvoley.com and make it into some kind of a membership website where I can go in depth on each topic, right? Something that I can't really do uh, for this podcast. Anyway, that is the general plan for where we're going. You can let me know your feedback by going to facebook.com slash kaizencreativity. So thank you so much. I literally have no idea how long you've been listening because I'm going to have to edit through so much of the things I've said. I am literally at 43 minutes of talking right now. So hopefully after the magic of editing, we can turn this into something that is a little more linear and straightforward and easy to understand because, well, from my position, it's been quite hectic. Thanks for listening. We do this every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. And if you're liking the show, please make sure you leave a review. Your five-star review gives the show more visibility, and that lets us devote more time and more resources to improving the show, which means we can ultimately serve you better. Until next time, keep creating.